present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. This is, in fact, the last in the series. Oh. Indeed, I've just been handed a note which says that this program's gone on too long. <laughs> 30 seconds is more than enough. <laughs> oh, well, the producer's entitled to his view. We'll press on with our teams, Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton on my right. <laughs> Graham Garden and Barry Cryer on my left. And we're going to start with Tim's favourite round, the ad-lib poem. I'm going to give someone the first line of a poem and they continue until I buzz them and the next person takes it up and we go on until we reach a perfect artistic conclusion. And I'm going to ask you, Tim, to start. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> and the Tangent. first line is, Where shall we three witches meet? In Bognor, Brighton or in Penge? <laughs> Where shall we three witches meet? In Bognor, Brighton, or in Penge. Let it be down Somerset Way or closer to Stonehenge. <laughs> Not bad for me, is it? <laughs> we no, will meet on Wednesday week and we will have a wake. <laughs> and then we'll go away up north. We need a change, for goodness sake. Scanson, Scanson. We'll cast spells or Scotland, girls. And then, or Ireland, too. They've gone Cornish. <laughs> and then we'll pop down Cornwall. <laughs> we want to go down to Loo. And all those little piskies. <laughs> and some who are sober as well. <laughs> I had a pisky round Polterra Way. My word, but it was hell. <laughs> and then we'll move up north to Wales. Perhaps we'll look at Cardiff. <laughs> and you're trying to catch me out with a rhyme that's hard. If you think I'm going to fall for that, you've another thing a-coming. <laughs> I'll have to think very quickly. I know I'll think of something. Thank goodness we're using this accent now. It makes the rhyming easier. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get some vegetables. Ah, oh, look, I've got some peas here. Because <laughs> we need peas for our spells, we do. Us witches, as I have been... <laughs> of which I have been speaking. Oh, no, no, no. Repetition. No, 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 no. Oh, is that my boots are squeaking? <laughs> We have no peas to have a meal, as far as I can see. So I better, better pop down to the garden and have a surprise pea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, go with you, Barry. Oh, now wait a minute, all you girls who join me in the coven. I think we. <laughs> Well, we'll always be in our better bit of loving. So down we go to the village to get some local yokels. 
<laughs> and as we go along our way, we might rehearse our vocals. I of Newton, tongue of, tongue of dog, we merrily trill forsooth. <laughs> they make wonderful ingredients. <sighs> How? Ah. <laughs> uh. We also need a tooth. I am Newton, toe of bat and tooth of horny frog. They go off singing down the lane with their old evil dog. And as they go off singing and dancing, those witches side by side, the only thing that's left to say is, here's the end of the witch consumer guide. <laughs> Very good, very. Thank you a lot. Now, we'll have another poem now. Oh. <laughs> How about this one? We'll start with you, Graham Garden. If you can keep your hair when all about you are going bald... What's <laughs> going at me for? Because you're starting. Oh, I see. Well, I have been starting here. Yes. <laughs> if you can keep your hair when all about you are going bald... If you can keep your rabbit whenever the coals you're being hauled... <laughs> If you can keep the scansion in this rhyme that I just started. <laughs> yes, I can, I say, but only a little half-hearted. I do not like these poems. The scansion is quite silly. The only way that makes it bearable is surrounded by Tim Graham and Willie. Scansion, trying scansion. to link up rhymes we are. To link the thought along. <laughs> I have a strange temptation to burst now into song. <laughs> Alas, poor Colin Sell, as he sits at his piano. <laughs> and a tiny little piano stool built up with lumps of guano. <laughs> He's in and it as, again. As we sit and sing our song around the fire here. <laughs> I feel rather nervous. But I think I've got a headache. <laughs> I think we're, we're given. Full marks to Tim there. <laughs> and here's the point where I flick through the yellow pages and I shall ask the teams at the end to choose a trade which they will then uh, announce appropriate names for. Oh, Barry, no. stop me. I want to... Stop! Okay. <laughs> We're at letter M, which means that you could have had, if I'd chosen to give it to you, either marquees or mats and matting or mechanical handling equipment oh. manufacturers, but I'm going to give you marriage guidance. I thought I'd make it easy for you. Marriage guidance. You're going to give us marriage guidance, or...? After the show. <laughs> and we go on to the game which is called Word for Word. In this round, one of the members of a team says a word and his partner must say another word totally unconnected with it. And uh, that carries on until the, t the opposite team challenges and tries to prove a connection between any of the two words. And this is scintillating, I can tell you that, for a start. <laughs> and we're going to start now on my left here with Graham Garden. Telecom. Desk. 
Challenge from Willie. Yes, I suppose. I mean, desks tend to have telephones on them, provided, well, not provided often, but quite frequently, very, very late Telecom. by telecom. Yes, I'll allow that. Willie, will you take it up? <laughs> Rest. Aubergine. <laughs> Challenge. Challenge from Barry. There's a strong connection, but it's uh, at a party I attended, and I, I promise you. Yeah. Not to <laughs> No, I withdraw that. You I withdraw yes. that. That's what the that. girl You don't said. have no <laughs> Willie. Frisbee. Sneezing powder. Zip. Sausages. Balloons. Challenge. Challenge from Graham Dunn. Uh, balloons uh, often come in a shape similar to a zip. <laughs> Yes, yes, very Late. good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> right, but one more lot. One more round. Oh, all right. What? Go on, Graham. Um, hoop. What? Hoop. And coffee. Challenge. Oh, the connection between hoop and hoop. <laughs> right, that puts you in the lead. <laughs> we have a round now called feelies. In this round, I want the teams to feel some bits and pieces I have with them. <laughs> They're hidden in bags, which I shall pass down. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say this, Link, I'm sorry. I'll flat his... Chairman's gone on strike. It's, it's a dance strike. In this round, I want the teams to feel some bits and pieces I have with me. They're hidden. Oh. They're hidden in bags, which I shall pass round to see if, see if the teams can... Easy job, that is in the bulk. I shall pass around to see if the teams can identify them from their field. There's two objects for each team. Start feeling now. Any suggestions? Oh. What have you got there? Is this one... Is this one alive? Don't ask me. Something rather slimy here. Oh, it's my other hand. <laughs> this bag is not well, I'll tell you that. This object wasn't alive, then something has crawled into the bag and eaten it. Not <laughs> a human skull or a wind-up plastic tortoise. Wow. There's several things in this. There is there's an elephant foot umbrella stand that it can feel that. An all observatory, have you got one I've got the rest yeah. of the elephant, I don't know. <laughs> He's just left. <laughs> so can you <he> <laughs> I think I know what's in mine, but I can't find the switch. <laughs> Don't use it and knock all your teeth out. We've had enough time now. I'd like some definitive answers, please. First of all, Tim and Willie, what have you got there? I Tim, I can... Uh, it's either a couple of oysters or Willie Whitelaw all huddled up. Actually, it feels like a half-eaten uh, apple. I think it's a girl whose mother I knew years ago. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Willie, you were very close earlier on. It's a tortoise, dead tortoise. Well, I'll tell you... I'll tell you, uh, Tim Brooke Taylor had his uh, half-eaten apple. Yeah. 
to which he earns an enormous round of applause, bordering on an ovation. <laughs> Willie Rushton was wrong, unfortunately. It's not a tortoise, it's a turtle. Would you, show, would, you, would you show it to the audience here? Yeah. Oh, what a nice return. Half eaten up. <laughs> it's a tortoise. The thing about it, it's a, it's a toy tortoise. It's rather... <laughs> Those of you who are sitting at... Those of you who are sitting at home and mercifully missing all this... Tim Brooke Taylor thrown the half-eaten apple at the audience who's thrown it back. <laughs> and there's an old bag Willie Rushton, it. Willie Rushton has demonstrated that it's rather nice. It's a mechanical tortoise. Oh, it's moving no. slowly across the bed. It's a round of applause. Ladies and gentlemen, you want a smaller tortoise next to the rear end. Okay. <laughs> now. Go on, little fellow. You'll catch her yet. Graham and Barry, I'm going to ask you now what was in your bag. It's a stick of deodorant. Show the audience. They might even applaud you for that. Oh! Did you see it Yes, it's one of those sticks of deodorant. It explains that uncouth laughter which you heard from the audience earlier on. <laughs> it says unscrew top and push up bottom. <laughs> right. It doesn't say it on the deodorant, though. <laughs> Barry, will you tell me what you had in your bag? Find a lager. Don't it seems like a cotton reel with the other bit missing. Or a large thimble. Or a small plastic hat. You're getting closer. The humorous wearing. It is an article of clothing. <laughs> Very small wooden leg. And no. now the weather. <laughs> I don't think Barry's going to get it. No, I don't. No, no good asking the audience because they don't know either. Will you, will you produce it and tell the totally bewildered people at home what it was? It appears to be a... a, a what would you call that? If you don't know by now, you are a boy. <laughs> we'll, we'll, have have to have to. we'll have to ask the audience. Brazier. Brazier. Bra. It's a bra. 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 Right. You've got his own bag and muddled up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that other bit was meant to be in there. Well, it is. The top of some a bottle or something. It's amazing what you find in those. Um, will you tell <laughs> Will you, you tell them from Hump's car? Will you tell them in English? It's a basket belong titties. Ah. <laughs> Stopping flopping in German. We go on hurriedly to the next game, which is called Last Thing I Remember. This is a variation on the game Famous Last Words. I shall be asking the teams for the last thing they remember before being totally incapacitated. The winner will be the one with the most marks or bruises. Now, we, uh, we get, who, who should we start with? We'll start with Willie Rushton. The last thing I remember... I was helping Joan Collins out of her waders. <laughs> uh, Graham? The last thing I remember is saying, well, I think it's safe to go back in the water. <laughs> the last thing I remember is um, saying, so this is Lime's World Cheese. <laughs> last thing I remember was showing to county hall and meeting a conservative and saying, Dr. Livingston, I presume. <laughs> Last thing I remember, I, I just said to Ian Botham, fatty, I said. <laughs> There's this eerie voice saying, hello, good morning and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 
last thing I remember is saying, no, I can't help you look for your blasted piranha fish. I'm in the bar. <laughs> Okay, we'll go along to the round called Sing Along. In this round, each panellist has to sing along with a disc. Once the tune and tempo have been established, the sound of the disc will disappear and the panellist will be left on his own. After an embarrassing pause, the disc comes back and the panellist scores points if he's still with it. And I shall award points uh, in accordance with the uh, applause from the audience. We'll start this round that with you. That <laughs> Graham Garden, here oh. you've got to sing along with the sideboard song by Chaz and Dave. I think that's worth 8 out of 10. Yeah. 10 out of 8, it's worth. <laughs> Willie Rustin, here's your song. It's Wide-Eyed and Legless by Andy Fairweather Love. <laughs> wherever I go And wherever I do I need to spend all of my time Trying to spend my black Okay, Barry, here's yours. It's What a Mouse by Tommy Steele. Jimmy Bean was a funny looking fellow if he had another mouth. Smell of a device. Cleared him from within a beauty shower. It was like a steamboat funnel or a railway yard. You're the black book cover when you can't see Jim when he haven't seen a mouse, you know. And as poor Jim goes walking about, you can hear the kids. All hollering out. What a mouth, what a mouth, what an awesome mouth. Bad luck, Barry. <laughs> Nine out of ten. Now, Tim, here's yours. It's Ain't Misbehaving by Fats Waller. <laughs> I've been given two songs. One's Ain't Misbehaving and the other is The Twelve Days of Christmas. Well, tear up Ain't Misbehaving and we go back to where I say, Tim, your yes. song is Twelve Days of Christmas by Joan Sutherland. <laughs> and Fat Waller. I'd much rather do... <laughs> so, shall I do... Uh, <laughs> Which one do you want? Yes. Twelve days of Waller. <laughs> By Fat Sutherland. <laughs> Anybody got... Ain't Christmas. Anybody got Nicholas Parsons' phone number? <laughs> Would they admit it if they had? <laughs> oh, there 
Unfortunately, it's called Jest Expander. It's a variation of that old favourite tag wrestling. This time, somebody has to start telling a joke and can then be interrupted by the others if they're approaching a punchline. The interrupter then takes over and has to head towards a joke of their own. And the winner is the first person to complete a joke. So we could possibly hear right through to the end of the next series. <laughs> we'll start with you, Graham Garden. There's a man driving along the road, and as he passed a farm, he ran over a rooster and killed it. <laughs> Interruption by Tim. And killed him which was the end of the rooster, but he went into the farm, and there, in the sty, he saw a pig with a wooden leg. Janice <laughs> uh, from Barry. And he, he said to the farmer, why has that pig got a wooden leg? Willie, because my dog's got no nose. <laughs> Graham. And the motorist said, oh dear, this isn't your day, a pig with a wooden leg and a dog with no nose. I've got to tell you that I ran over your rooster. And I would... Willie, that's all right. My wife's gone to the West Indies. <laughs> you make us at the pit. <laughs> Barry. No, I won't do that joke, said the man. I'm still worried about your wooden leg. Tim. No. <laughs> to the pig. I don't know where we were, Humph. I'm sorry. No good asking me. I'm the last person to know. Interruption from Brad. Yeah, he came out in a hot flash and went immediately to the chemist shop. Oh. <laughs> and he walked... Well... Tim. Which was shut. <laughs> However, across the road with another clip. So he went back in the pub and he said to the barmaid, Could I have a pint of 1912 bitter? Tim. She said no. <laughs> then. But the landlord overruled her. Ah. And he went. And he thought the man won't know the difference between 1912 pint and a 1983 pint. So he pulled him a pint of beer and put it down and said, There's your pint of 1912 bitter. And the man said, Thank you very much. Here's your threepence. <laughs> and now we come, and not before time, to Yellow Pages. We oh. come to the point where I ask the teams for their appropriate entries in the Yellow Pages. And earlier on, we chose the trade, which is marriage guidance. Oh, there's conjugal rights. <laughs> Looking well restored. So there's divorce with either headache. <laughs> and Bert on the side. <laughs> He's not very tall. <laughs> and there's um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. E. Money and their son Al E. Money. There's with his girlfriend Holly Wedlock. <laughs> Infidelity. <coughs> Leading the way to marital breakdown. Closely followed by Mr. and Mrs. Din Brighton and their naughty son, Dirty Weekend, Din Brighton. <laughs> oh, weekend! I don't know what he's doing, Sir Jekyll Appliance. <laughs> he's talking to Eric on Salable Differences. Oh, an interesting style of chancellors here called F.U. F.U. Any Kid. <laughs> 
interesting couple here. Oliver Boring Life and Andy Snores. <laughs> Something to eat. Banana custody of the children. <laughs> Rather sad looking Australian, Bruce Droop. <laughs> this is the last of the series, huh? It is now. We've got to say goodbye now. Goodbye, Willie. Victor Mature and his brother Pre. I can't read this other word. <laughs> Looks like elastication, no, that's great, isn't it? Mr. and Mrs. Any children to be considered and their son Arthur? <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising this marriage is broken down. After all, she's been seeing an hermaphrodite friend, an Arthur man. <laughs> Half the woman his father was. <laughs> There's Mr. and Mrs. Shun and their evangelical daughter from Africa, missionary Posey Shun. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it, folks. That's it, folks. That's it. So we ring down the curtain on them. another career. <laughs> Carver into the sutra of Maud. <laughs> Sadly, we come to the end of another series. Oh. And, uh, it's time to say goodbye on behalf of the teams, myself, to everyone. Join us in the next series. Until then, goodbye. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooks Taylor and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Fell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer.